Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is the Tyler Morgan Show on Relentless Daring Media Network. Welcome back to Land of Bourbon and Bad Decisions. This is the Tyler Morgan Show live on twitch.tv slash Tyler Morgan Show. Or maybe uh, you're checking this out on the YouTubes, youtube.com slash at the Tyler Morgan Show. I don't know why there's an at in there. That's just YouTube's thing. So, hey, cool. Go for it. Uh, if you're watching there on YouTube, be sure to hit the like and or the subscribe button. Hit the bell for notifications. That way you know when you're getting all the new episodes. Oh, my goodness. So, before I get into the craziness of what's going on right now, well, there's a lot of craziness. I'm just going to go through uh, some hand-selected craziness to uh, be able to discuss. But before I get into it, let me tell you about... Beard oil. Yes, if you're seeing this on the YouTube or the Rumbles, you're seeing this nice, luscious beard. You're seeing yeah, maybe a little bit gray mixed in there, but you know what? It's all right. I'm almost 40 years old, getting a little gray in the beard. You know, hair's as it's coming in, starting to get a little gray in the temples. Yeah, it is what it is. But for my beard, if I want to keep it looking nice and lush and soft so it's not scratchy and itchy, spending my days just digging at my face because it just itches so bad. That's why I use beard oil. Not only that, I use blue-collar Beardsman beard oil. And let me tell you, they have, they're have they already starting to advertise their new scent for the September scent of the month. If you are a subscriber, it is Kentucky Coal Miner. The Kentucky Coal Miner beard oil will have notes of bourbon, vanilla, and wood barrels. So, Check it out. You subscribe, you will get the uh, upcoming scent of the month. And every month you will get a special scent. So check that out. And if you use the promo code subscribe, you will save 25% off your first month. So, what, 25 bucks a month, knock for something off of it. You know, it's, it's worth saving some money. And like I said, you know, Kentucky bourbon... Vanilla and oak barrels. I mean, who who can't handle smell a little whiskey under your nose all day? So check it out, bluecollarbeardsman.com. Ah, so many great things. Check them out. It's awesome. All right, so before I get really into uh, what I was wanting to look at with, um, yeah, they craziness of what's going on in the music world. Today, I shared a video on the Twitters. It was from... Sorry, my PC is deciding to make noises. So I shared a video on Twitter today from... 
Uh, UFC fighter Natan Levy. He is a Jewish fighter, and he he uh, ha- when I say Jewish, I mean he's from Israel, and he had some uh, things to say about particular uh, deniers of the Holocaust on online. Specifically, uh, Nick Fuentes. Anyone who follows Nick Fuentes, right or wrong, he does not believe the Holocaust happened. He believes it was inflict. You know, the the Germans really didn't kill that many Jews, and Jews are bad, and blah blah blah, and a bunch of crap. Anti-Semitic. Anti-Semitic, he hates women, Christian white nationalism is the way to go. Yeah. He is genuinely not a great guy. So when uh, Natan Levy was talking about you know, how bad this is, that, that's when all the Fuentes followers, the Groypers, if you will, they start attacking him. And someone jumped into his DMs and said, hey, you know what? I will defend Nick Fuentes' honor in the octagon against you. And um, Natan is like, cool, let's do it. When you want to show up. Well, I'll be coming through town this weekend. Let's, let's, let's do it then. All right, cool. So the guy shows up. And when he gets there, you know, he's greeted by Natan and, you know, okay, so tell me about Nick Fuentes and, you know, your opinions on the Holocaust and blah, 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 blah. And then they get him alone and this guy's like, yeah, you know, Twitter's not real life, blah, blah, blah. You know, but I think I, you know, I've got, I've got the weight, I've got the, Reach, I'm a striker, you know, Taekwondo and karate. I've got my black belt, blah, 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 blah. Okie dokie. What he didn't have was the skill or talent to take on a UFC fighter. Because within seconds, okay, for a five-minute round, within one minute... Natan has him on the ground and puts him in a submission hold and the dude taps out. And it just keeps going. So, okay, okay, we'll try it again. Try it again. And Natan, he's holding back. You could tell he is in this video that he is not going out of his way to completely break the dude's face. But you see... Him holding back has a lot of force. And I'm, so you can see what I'm doing. I'm so you can see the video. I will have it in the show notes, you know, for either on podcast, on YouTube, whatever. That way you can link to it and you can see, you know, you can watch the video yourself. Because I want to I want to give Natan, you know, all the credit. I want if you're watching me, listening to me, I want to give him views because hey. It's his content. I want you to see it. So, this dude, he, 
He thinks he did so good. At least I got a few good blows in. No, no, you didn't. And all the guys who are training in the gym with Natan, come on, Benny, come on, you can do it. They're like fake cheering him on because the dude's just down and, you know, Natan's got his legs wrapped around his head and he's like, Natan will twist and he'll start punching the dude's right in the stomach, going for the kidney shots. It's hilarious to watch because, again, this goes back to what I was talking about last week with the guy who uh, was killed by the FBI in Utah. People on Twitter and on other social medias, they say stuff they, knowing they won't get punched in the mouth. There will not be a physical altercation from talking smack. Now, this guy, he was challenged and he accepted. Except that his wee little fingers got on that keyboard and started writing checks that his ass could not cash. And then, because I shared this video and I tagged Natan in it on Twitter. Oh my God. The anti-Semites have been coming out in full force. It's like, bah, Uh, see some of the, some of the reactions I've had. And I have been reporting them because no one likes an anti-Semite except other anti-Semites. Do, 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 do see from account. That was more staged in the Jesse Smollett incident. Why don't you step into the octagon with him if it was so staged? Then this base groper. Ha, ha, ha. What do I get out of it? You guys could beat up six million fat genders. It wouldn't change. In fact, if that didn't happen, they're denying that it happened because... Let's see here. Jews not having... A perverted control fetish. Challenge impossible. See, that that is uh, from AdvanceNation888 on Twitter. If you'd like to find him and see how, uh, see how awesome he is. And then the people attacking Natan because they have nothing better to do. It's ridiculous. These guys keep going on and on and on because, again, they, they, they're not at risk of being punched in the face. If they were to walk up to Natan, to Natan in real life, and start talking all this crap about Jews and how Jews are so bad, they would absolutely be getting punched in the face. Well, I say absolutely. I Natan seems like a very nice and gracious guy. During the video, he does make mention of the fact that education is painful sometimes. I think he would have been perfectly happy just having a conversation with this fat kid. I say fat. I mean, 
he seemed like guy. He's got a lot of muscle underneath the fat. But I think he would be just as happy having a conversation. Hey, why do you feel this way? What what about this guy so speaks to you that you feel the absolute need that you have to come in here and defend his honor? Because like a lot of people who find themselves in these roles, you know, Nick Fuentes, he's a smooth talker, he's charismatic, and he gets those that might not necessarily be the Brightest? Well, okay, I don't want to say that. I don't want to make it feel like all of Nick Fuentes' followers are dumb because every cult leader has somehow managed to get some rather smart and super intelligent people to follow them. And he speaks to something in these people that they feel has been neglected, that connects with them in a certain way. And usually it starts with something small. And then it's like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I kind of, yeah, you're speaking my language there. And over time, they just kind of get sucked into it. Um, there's a lot of people who left the People's Temple you know, when it was still in San Francisco before it took off for uh, Guyana and Jim Jones convinced 900 people to commit suicide or you know, be assisted in unaliving themselves. These people, that they find a weakness that can be exploited and it seems like it happens all the time. And it, it's not necessarily a left-wing or right-wing thing. I mean, granted, the People's Temple, yeah, it was very left-wing. They were uh, practically communist. Then, you know, Nick Fuentes, he feeds off, you know, I, I don't want to call it right-wing because... It's it's European right wing, where you know you had the status bird, and the right wing is more the state will control you, but will give you the illusion of freedom. Whereas the left wing in Europe is, uh, the state will control you. There is no illusion of freedom. The state controls all of business. It controls all of uh all of the manufacturing, all the farming, all of the distribution. All the housing, you don't get any property. That's left-wing. Right-wing, like I said, European. European right-wing. European right-wing, which is the guys like Nick Fuentes, David Duke, all these, you know, far-right extremists that uh, the Southern Poverty Law Center wants to keep going on and on about. (laughs) Those guys who are the race hustlers and all they want to do is, you know, you know, incite riots against blacks and Jews and whoever else, they're the right wing. You can own your own house. You can own your own property. You can own your own business. But when the government says jump, you will say how high on the way up. 
And if you don't, well, then you're going to lose your business, your house, your land, your car, whatever. The state will take it then and we'll give it to someone who is more willing to work with us. It's more feels more like a uh, mafia cartel. But, uh, yeah, that's insanity. And I've already burned through a bigger chunk of the first segment than I expected, but... Okay, I want to get into some uh, music industry stuff because we all love Queen. Okay, a lot of us love Queen. There's some people who are classless whores. We'll just say that. They're classless whores. They do not like Queen. They're like, oh, it's just, uh, just big stadium glam rock. It is not that good, blah, blah, blah. Well, I mean... Their lead guitarist was a freaking astrophysicist. Granted, he completed his degree in astrophysics, you know, astrophysics there. I had to stop and think for a second. His degree in astrophysicism. He completed his degree in astrophysics a ways after they stopped recording, but that's neither here nor there. Brian May used to Build his own pickups because there was a sound he wanted. And you know what? If I build my pickups this exact way, or then no matter what guitar I put in, I'm going to get that sound. There's a lot of lot of guitars who do that, or they they hire, they contract out to guitar companies or to pickup manufacturers to make the you know to make a pickup that's like okay that is I love that sound that is my unique sound I'm gonna put this in every guitar I have okay it's cool well Brian May he wrote a an amazing scientific theory early in his astrophysicist career where he theorized that the gravitation of large posterior women is what created the rotation of the earth. You may better know as fat bottom girls make this rock and roll go round. Well, there is a uh, music service, I think Yoto, Y-O-T-O, I, well, they're getting ready to release the uh, the greatest hits of Queen. Well, they did release it, except um, they left out fat-bottomed girls. Now, it's not like this is a song that was kind of kitschy and it was a it was kind of big for a little while and then disappeared. No, this is a song that everybody knows. I mean, I've heard country music singers do perform fat bottom girls. I've heard heavy metal bands. Uh, there's a heavy metal band called uh, small town Titans. They have an amazing cover of fat bottom girls. And the so everybody knows this song. This is 
you know, and it's kind of cheeky. And, and Brian May, when talking about the song, it's like he admits that it's a cheeky song. And it's kind of a lighthearted, you know, jab at people who are into uh, girls with a, who are a little bit thicker in reference to, you know, Freddie Mercury, guys who might be a little thicker. So, I mean, there's nothing bad about the song. It's not fat shaming. If anything, in the world of fat affirmation and body positivity, we should be amplifying fat bottom girls. Because why wouldn't we? I mean, we have fat con. Yeah, there was a, a fat con, fat convention that celebrates big women and big men. Why? Do they not play fat bottom girls? I mean, just because Freddie Mercury sang about being alone with big fat Fanny, who was such a naughty nanny. I mean, what adolescent boy who, oh my gosh, or even pre-adolescent didn't have a babysitter at some point or just an older girl in general they kind of you know had fantasies about i know or so maybe or maybe yeah not maybe not like the uh that classic idea of what beauty is but you know she's a, a little thicker you know maybe maybe it's a little bit more curvy and you know, hadn't thought or hadn't thought about you know it'd be kind of nice to you know get some time alone with her. I mean, Fountains of Wayne, Stacy's mom. From the point of view of like a twelve-year-old boy, you know, you know, fantasizing about Stacy's mom, and you know, while it doesn't discuss the size or shape of Stacy's mom, I would imagine as a kind of a cougarish woman, she might be a little bit more more full-figured. But again, in a world with body positivity and fat shaming is bad, oh, you, got, you have to accept that she's bigger. You have to accept that that guy, he might weigh a 1,000 pounds because he ate everything in sight for 30 years, but you, you, you can't say there's anything bad about him being a 1,000 pounds. Why would they go out of their way to take fat bottom girls off? It makes no freaking sense. Oh, now I got myself all worked up over over a song, man. And as far as the uh, insanity of the music industry goes... Uh, Last week, I also talked about uh, the Oliver Anthony song that has been blowing up. And in a matter of days, he went from unknown to having like three of the top five, at least three of the top ten songs on iTunes. Songs are recorded on his phone and uploaded to iTunes. I mean, damn. Damn. And the left has been coming after the song, just ripping it apart. Ah, oh, there's a bunch of right-wing QAnon conspiracy. I mean, 
talking about millionaires and miners on islands. It's obviously a Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> oh, shut up. And discussing it and making it sound like they're all right-wing complaints, I'm sorry. I would love to have him on, but he is making the decision. He doesn't want to do anything political because he doesn't want his music to be politicized to the right, to the left. If it speaks to both sides, if you watch uh, all of the reaction videos to this song on YouTube, I mean, you have people of all races, ages, uh, backgrounds. Uh, you, you know, I've seen videos where you have some pretty left-wing stuff in the background, and the people are reacting to it exactly the same way with the same emotions as the guy with the, you know, you know, very patriotic, I think there's a MAGA flag in the background. Because it, it speaks the same language. And as I said a hundred times, in America, it doesn't matter if you're left or right. You see the same problems. And it comes down to, Should we fix it this way? Should we fix it that way? The majority of problems in America, the solutions, the solutions become the problem. Should we, and not even necessarily the solutions, but, okay, we both agree this situation is bad. We want it to be over here. How do we get there? It's the how. How do we fix it is the is the thing. And between, you know, you and I, you know, everyday Americans, we can sit and we can bicker about, well, I think, you know, we should, should the government have more of an influence? Should the government have less of an influence? Should we have laws that do X, Y, and Z? Should we have laws that stop A, B, and C? But a lot of times, and Richmond, north of Virginia, points out these people up there, they don't care because, yeah, you know, we, there's all these problems you're seeing, but as long as we stay in power, that's the only thing that matters. But, you know, in wokeness and even in the country music, I mean, Marin Morris and, you know, what she had to say about, uh, Jason Aldean's wife. Um, uh, Kelsey Ballerini dancing with the uh, drag queens at the CMA Awards. And Tyler Childers, I, I like his music because it's very soulful. And it, it's something you really don't hear it's a style you don't hear a lot of on country radio. And I'm not saying that like it's a bad thing. I mean, it's very stripped down and, you know, country music as it was 50 years ago or maybe even 60 years ago. But, I mean, and, you know, they, they make the video to, was it live in your love? In your love? I I really don't know, but this video, and apparently the song itself is about two 
gay coal miners from Kentucky back in the 50s? Um, I, I, I'm sorry. Um, I didn't realize that gay coal miners from Kentucky were an underrepresented class that needed to have songs written about them when it could just be a generic love song. But no, it, Legitimately, that is the story of the song. Is is not just you know a man and a woman who want to be there. It's uh, it's ridiculous. I remember when uh, there's another country singer, um, I think Ty Herndon, who he came out as gay back in the I don't know early or in the mid two thousands. And he was kind of a big deal, kind of a big deal back in the early to mid nineties. He had, he had a few hit songs and he didn't really go, go anywhere, but you know, he wasn't exactly one hit wonder either. And then I remember when he came out as gay, he got divorced and said, I'm gay. Yeah. I've been married all this time. A lot of these issues come down to it's me and I like men. That's who I want to be romantically involved with is men. Okay, cool. But then then you have to stop and go, wow, that really gives some of these songs an entirely new meaning when you go back and you look at it from that frame of reference. Yeah. The song Steam references, um, you know, business in the back of a car and the windows kind of fog up. When when I was a teenage boy, uh, that song is about a guy and a girl. So now I'm suddenly going, I'm not attracted to guy-on-guy action and... I really can't listen to this song anymore. Now I'm sure there's people going, oh, yeah, you're a homophobe. I'm like, it's not that I'm a homophobe. If, if two dudes want to go make out in the backseat of the car, fine. They want to go do their thing in the backseat of the car, fine, go for it. That's your business. I don't want any part of it. I don't want to watch. I don't want to participate. Just, ugh, no. But, yeah, the, the music industry is getting so freaking crazy. And uh, fat bottom girls is not fat shaming. It is body positivity. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sorry about that. Apparently, I'm hitting all the wrong buttons and dropping my phone. And hitting my head on the shelf of all the crazy things. Okay, so before I get into the topic of this hour, or this hour, whew, I don't know if I can pull a whole hour on this topic, but before I get into this portion of the show, let me talk to you about one of my favorite beverages, not any of these delicious Delicious nectars above my head, but coffee, yes, or as my uh, Brooklyn friend likes to say, coffee. Coffee is by far one of the greatest, greatest drinks in the world. It gives you energy, and aside from the caffeine that's a diuretic and dehydrates you, it's mostly water. So you get this weird thing, you drink water, but the caffeine makes you you know, burn through it. I'm just hitting everything. Um, so my favorite coffee though, has to be from American pride roasters. They have so many great flavors and they pay tribute to so many of our founding fathers. You know, you have George Washington, the Thomas Jefferson, Thomas Paine, John Adams. Uh, they even pay homage to the great Hamilton Burr, Duel. That's right. Check out all their amazing flavors at aprcoffee.com. Historically, great coffee. All right. So getting into uh, this last topic of the evening, if I can get to the right thing on my phone. So the Senate has been uh, doing their best to move colonels and, well, Army colonels, Air Force colonels, Marine colonels, and Navy captains. Yeah, because Navy has to be weird. Their, their full bird officer has to be a captain versus, you know, <clears throat> a cap versus a colonel. I know it's old it's old uh, admiralty rest. What you going to do about it? What in the Sam heck is going on? There is something jumping around behind the screen. I have no clue what it is. <sighs> Very peculiar. But anyways, before I was so rudely interrupted by whatever it was jumping behind my screen and you'll probably see it on the uh, YouTube uh, find around the 34-minute mark. So usually what happens when you have flag officers that need filled, you get get these uh, colonels and captains promoted to 
one-star general, one-star admiral. They take a list of names to the Senate. And then usually what happens is the Senate goes, all right, uh, so unanimous consent vote. Do we all want to do it? And the majority of the time, unanimous consent. Yeah, we'll do it. Then, well, Senator uh, Tommy Tommy Tuberville has decided that, you know what? No, 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 no. End of just unanimous consent. We take all these people we know nothing about other than, you know, the Centralized Promotion Board has put their names forward for promotion to uh, Brigadier General or whatever one-star one admiral is called. And we put it up. And we're going to look at them individually. Well, this is uh, from PJ Media. Uh, Kevin Downey at PJ Media. White people suck again. This time from Biden's white Air Force nominee. There are currently almost 300 military officers awaiting promotion by the U.S. Senate. Rather than give a look-see to each individual up for promotion, busy senators typically give what's called unanimous consent to an entire group of officers at the same time. Not so fast. Rob Bluey of the Daily Signal reported Thursday things are changing. So this is kind of an old article. I can't even see the date on it. Well, I've gotten reader mode. That's why I can't see the article. But anyways, Rob Blue, the Daily Signal, reported Thursday that things are changing. Senator Tommy Tuberville, Republican from Alabama, has been hitting the bat shoot on that for a while. He prefers to look into each officer individually, at least until the Defense Department repeals its abortion policy, which is funded by taxpayer money, which it's weird. We have this rule that if we give foreign aid to foreign governments, it cannot be used for abortion. And Medicare and Medicaid money can't be used for abortion. But TRICARE money, which TRICARE, for those of you who don't know, is the generalized term for the military insurance, can be used so service members and their dependents can get abortions. They were willing to pay money for them to travel if they're in a state that does not offer abortions to a state that does, so they can have the abortion. And so Tommy Tuberville is saying, no, 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 we're not playing this game. Also important, Tuberville is not a fan of wokeness in the military. Nor am I as a veteran, and I'm very glad I got out when I did. I know there are some great leaders who are on TikTok and use that platform to show the shenanigans, the hijinks that goes on in the military, but at the same time inform the general public about life in the military. And they... Oh, maybe they're at levels where they don't see it or because of the fact they're still in. They kind of have to roll back their opinions because despite 
you know, not being in uniform or what have you, they, it, it would look bad on the military if they said their honest opinions. And the military is very big on if you are currently in the military, don't give your honest opinion, we will come after you. But neither here nor there. Enter United States Air Force Colonel Benjamin Johnson. He was nominated by President Biden to be promoted to Brigadier General Colonel Johnson is white and woke. Colonel Johnson believes the problem with the Air Force is white colonels like himself, but but not really him, just the other white colonels. After the death of St. Lee's, George Floyd, Johnson penned an article for the Air Force Times calling out his fellow Caucasian USAF colonels. As white colonels, you and I are the biggest barriers to change if we do not personally address racial injustice in our Air Force. Colonel Johnson began. The letter reeks of being written by a haughty, green-haired, virtue-signaling white kid who attends high school in an affluent neighborhood. Defensiveness is a predictable response by white people to any discussion of racial injustice. Colonel Justice Warrior continued. White colonels are no exception. We are largely blind to institutional racism, and we take offense to any suggestion that our system advances us at the expense of others. Factorama. This is actually a paragraph that says, Factorama. Though devoted to crushing what he sees as racist white colonels, Johnson ignores this article from the Air and Space Forces magazine that came out one month before George Floyd died, de- detailing the six, 1,683 sexual assaults in the USAF that took place in 2019. On cue, Johnson assumes his pulpit and makes the other white people uncomfy. That I addressed this letter to white colonels made many of you uneasy. And we have seen similar white defensiveness play out in many of our conversations since the murder of George Floyd. Johnson righteously continued. Factorama! Various military branches removed photographs from officers' promotional packets in 2020 because they thought that they led to bias and not enough minorities being promoted. They went back to inserting photos one year later when they realized not enough minorities were being promoted without them. Maybe it wasn't race after all. Yeah, something that's interesting because, um, well, obviously race is the reason. They look at these pictures and they say, oh, Lieutenant so-and-so being recommended for promotion to captain. Sergeant, Staff Sergeant so-and-so being recommended for promotion to Sergeant First Class. Well, crap, we have, this guy's black, we can't promote him. Oh, but this guy over here, he's white, we'll promote him. That's what they thought was going on. Meanwhile, at the decentralized, or meanwhile, at the centralized promotion boards, they take the pack, they take the pick, the DA photos out of the, out of the packets. So it's literally their, it's literally just information. Their biographical information and uh, NCO evaluations, officer evaluations, 
and it's just the facts. And it turns out when it's just the facts and not pictures, and there's no pictures involved, it's almost like um, meritocracy wins, which if pictures are involved and the same results as without pictures are going in, maybe it's not the pictures, maybe it is meritocracy winning. But I digress back to this article. <clears throat> Johnson goes on to explain how he hoisted his holiness onto a soapbox to discuss George Floyd's death at a restaurant that was burned down in the aftermath. He winds that two white colonels made a joke about the restaurant to ameliorate the social discomfort. And there was my producer telling me I need to cut back on making fun of him. That will never happen. I will continue to make fun of this colonel. His prophetic words caused, or maybe, just maybe, his sermon was boring enough to put them to sleep. Equity Orama! In Johnson's diatribe, he capitalized the word black, but not the word white, when referring to people, proving his goal is probity, not equality. Like every narcissistic social justice warrior, Johnson tells the evil crackers how he believes they should redeem themselves and flush the inherent racism from their souls. Start, start by developing a game plan. A good primer to read or listen to is the short book White Fragility and why it's so hard for white people to talk about racism by Robin D'Angelo. Dear white colonels, it's time to give a damn. Aim high. You can read Johnson's obsequious homily here, and it has the link to his homily. But yeah, that's the kind of crap that is going on in the military today. Yeah, forget all of the... uh, all the LGBTQQIA stuff that happens, you know. Yes, it is June. It is it is Pride Month, and you will all be made to participate in the mandatory fun of celebrating the rainbow. Yay! And forget that. Forget you know the trans and. You know, on the battlefield, women on the front lines, the the possibility of having women drafted. I mean, as much as a lot of people complain about that, leadership at this level, where you are now having institutional effects, which if your institutional effects are only at that level, Maybe you've been doing things wrong your entire career. For instance, you try to have as much influence on as many people as you can at every level when you're serving. When I was a team leader, I would not not only would I try to affect you know my fire team, my machine gun team, I would use my influence to make the squad better. 
as a squad leader, I would try to not only affect my squad, but at the platoon level. Now, I never made it to where I was a squad, a platoon sergeant trying to make positive effects and positive influence on the entire company. But where I could influence the entire elements from other parts of the company, I would. You see, racism is a moral thing. You, you, you have to do that. And... I would do my personal stance when I hear people making stupid racial jokes, but hey, that's not professional. Cut it out. Whatever your personal opinions are on other people of other races, you will quash it around me. You will quash it while you're wearing my uniform. That is how you have a positive effect. You don't go and browbeat people of the same skin color because you're a self-righteous person punk and well, institutional racism I, you, you know we've been in, contributing to it okay if you have been contributing to institutional racism maybe instead of dragging everyone else down while lifting yourself up because well I see what I was doing wrong okay you see what you're doing wrong so fix yourself if you fix yourself because you are engaging in putting through policies and continuing policies that allow for institutional racism to take place, you are the problem. If you are not actively trying to fix it, but instead you go out and you bitch and you piss and moan and you tell other people that everything they're doing is wrong, here's why they're wrong, and you know what? The only way you can fix this is through a struggle session, go read this book by this lady who is also white and has an entire book telling you why why white people are bad. If that's how you are working to fix the institutional issues in the military, you are doing it wrong. There was a time when I went through boot camp way, 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 way back in the old days of 2002, back in the days of the battle dress uniform, the woodland camo, where that drill sergeant will look at you and he'd say, there's only one color here. There ain't black. There ain't white. There ain't brown. There ain't yellow. Woodland camo is the only color. Green. Army green. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter how you were raised. It doesn't matter if everyone back home said this color person is bad. Everyone back home said this color person is bad. Once you're here and you're in this uniform, this is your race. And then he'd turn around and explain how we were all just turds and, you know, if you're, if you're a white person, you're a turd who laid out in the sun, got all dry and crusty, and then uh, the other races were whatever caused the turds to look like that. A very, very interesting uh, turn in the conversation.
That is how racism is fixed. If you see a problem, you don't just, well, there's a problem and I can't fix it. No. That's not being a leader when you see problems and you don't fix it. If you see problems and you do the passive-aggressive, I'm going to bitch and piss and moan about it, even if it's where I can where I can affect it at my level, but I'm not going to. I'm sorry. This colonel sounds like one of those, I've got the ability to fix it. I, I, I I can send solutions up the chain, but I'm not going to. There are solutions I can instill at my level that you know I can share, hey, I implemented X, Y, and Z to mitigate this. So you, know, you should try it in your ranks. No, he didn't do any of that. He, like I said, he browbeats his fellow white colonels, and he would do the same thing with generals. And we keep moving this crap that gets instilled, you know, through through liberal arts degrees that guys get, especially the the uh, you know the ROTCers, they they go to college, they get a liberal arts degree while doing ROTC, and then they go to OCS and commission into the army, and even some of the uh, civilian instruction coming from uh, the military academies, pushing this woke revisionist history bullcrap. Whenever you have this going on that creates turmoil in the ranks because you have people who push these agendas that's basically telling all white soldiers you are bad, telling black, you know, if if a black leader is telling all of his black soldiers you are bad because X, Y, and Z, that is just as wrong. Now, don't get me wrong. I've seen black leaders who will let have a white soldier and a black soldier both commit a an offense that triggers a serious incident report and the black leaders allow white soldier to catch the full full force of a field grade article 15 Meanwhile, the black soldier who had ju- had a similar serious incident report somehow in the middle of all of his pre-trial stuff, well, pre-trial, going to uh, trial defense services, looking at the Article 15, making sure everything is squared away. So in the middle of all this that leads up to a being read a field-grade Article 15 by your battalion commander, it just disappears. There's no consequences whatsoever. Just, you know, for a while, he couldn't do anything. Wasn't allowed to drink because alcohol was, was related. You know, he wasn't restricted to base. He wasn't restricted to the barracks or the chow hall. There were just, he couldn't drink. And then once it disappeared, 
yeah, he he's back to drink again. Meanwhile, the white guy, he got the 45 days restriction. He got the 45 days of restriction, extra duty. So for 45 days, seven days a week for what? Six weeks almost, almost seven weeks. He was working till F from 1700 until, you know, 2359. All right, soldier, go to bed. I, that is a crappy deal. Oh, and uh, let's not forget the loss of rank plus the loss of how much pay, not at his new rank. Of, I think he went from a specialist back to a private first class. Yeah, they only took one pay grade from him. So losing losing pay, I think, for two months. Half months pay for two months at the E4 rate while being paid as an E3 for generally the same offense. Alcohol was involved, got rowdy, and there were MPs involved. So, yeah. Again, black leaders protect the black soldier, but they let the white guy for the same offense, generally speaking, get thrown under the bus. It was absolute, absolute bull crap. So again, it comes down to affect what you can fix, what you can influence what you can. Instead of just griping about how everything is bad. The whiteies are bad. It's all their fault and then not actually doing anything to fix issues that seem to predominantly affect other people because, you know, blaming Whitey is so much easier. All right, so that's going to wrap up this episode. Whew, yeah, I kind of got, got into the weeds there a little bit at the end, trying to reel it back in, but... It is what it is. You know how I am. If you've been listening to me for any time over the last four years or so, you know I've kind of, at times. And so look, this the, the original glass, I have not refilled it during this filming. So, I got to thank you so much for listening, tuning in. Again, if you're watching this on YouTube, the replay there, be sure to subscribe, hit the subscribe button, then hit the bell, get notified whenever the new episodes post. Same thing on Rumble. Go to Rumble and search for The Tyler Morgan Show or Relentless Daring. It will bring you to the same place. And when you do, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. If you're listening to this on podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. I would say Stitcher, but Stitcher no longer exists because they got sucked into, um, who does Stitcher get sucked into? Uh, Pandora. Yeah, Stitcher got sucked into Pandora, so everything's on Pandora. Now, I am there, 
uh, Pandora, Amazon Music. You can find it on Audible. Because, you know, if you're subscribed to Amazon, you can find it on Audible. Yes. So awesome. And so many other smaller players that kind of feed off of the bigger players. But, again, check it out. If you are a new listener, please hit the subscribe button. Once you do that, or follow. Weird, because Apple likes to follow. Subscribe is um, pay service. Which, if you want to pay for pay for me, go to patreon.com slash Show and become a patron. For as little as $5 a month, you will get access to, uh, you know, ad-free episodes. If I'm able to score an interview with somebody, you'll have early access to the interview, what have you. So check it out, patreon.com slash Show. Again, once you have subscribed, next thing I ask you to do is to rate it. Looking for five stars? I'll accept four, three and below. Three. Three and below. We need to have conversation because apparently uh, we have some issues. Hit me up at fake Tyler Morgan on the Twitters or at RD Media Pods. Also on the Twitters, X's. It's Twitter. It will always be Twitter. Suck it, Elon. Anyways, once you have rated it and to write a review, say something nice. That way when it pops up is, well, you might like this show. People can check out the uh, reviews and uh, people generally re- like it. Uh, maybe they'll check it out. Anyways, it all comes down to those ratings, reviews. And finally, share this episode, share the podcast in general. Send the link to a friend who you think will enjoy it. If you think this episode will make someone absolutely angry to the point where they're seeing red, they're going to rip your face off. By all means, send it to that person too. I gladly irritate people on for you because you know it's one of the many services I am willing to offer as a dedicated infantry combat killer. Think think about the acronym that makes up that's made up from that expression. Dedicated infantry combat killer. Again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, trying to find the right buttons here. I don't want to have any accidents like I did earlier. Ha! Stay relentless. Tyler Morgan Show is a relentless daring media production. The Tyler Morgan Show is supported by its listeners. To support the show, go to ko-fi.com slash Tyler Morgan Show to donate there or relentlessdaring.com and hit the donate button at the top of the page to set up your donation. All music used in the Tyler Morgan Show is used with permission from purpleplanet.com. Link in the show notes. 2 Timothy 1-7. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.